0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're glad you're with us to talk about week number eight of the high school football season. The busiest guy you know because you all want to listen to the scores. It's our pal, Network Indiana's
1: Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Great to be with you and Sam Fritz on a Friday night, week eight, high school football across the IHSAA. We have our first overtime game on the docket. That's number 10 in Class 4A Mooresville. They outlast Martinsville, 37-31 in extra time. Looking at some number one scores from around the state, Number one in class two A, Linton Stockton. They're all over Eastern Green 62-7. The same case for the number one club in class four A, New Palestine, blasting Newcastle 63-12. Number one, Brownsburg stays undefeated. They're 8-0 after defeating Noblesville, 45-28. Here's a big shutout for you. Number two in class five A, Fort Wayne Snyder. They blank number nine, Fort Wayne Dwanger, 28 to nothing. Number three in Class 4A Norwood, they're also 8-0 by shutting out Wawasee, 57-0. Other scores from across the state of Indiana. West Vigo, 42. Cloverdale, 24. It was West Central over Frontier, 46-6. Tri-West Blanks, Crawfordsville, 53-0. We've seen nine shutouts tonight. Terre Haute, South 42. Southport, 7. Southridge defeats Heritage Hills, 35-7. Sheridan 35, Eastern Greentown 27. It was Seeger getting by South Vermillion 19 to 15, eight-point win for Scottsburg over Eastern Peak in 28 to 20. Rochester they're all over North Miami 46 to six. The same score as Purdue Poly beats Phelan Academy 46 to six. Providence 49, Court in Central 20. It was Pike It was Pike Central over Forest Park 26-14. Perry Meridian. They just get by Decatur Central by a penny, 15-14. Perry Central 41, Springs Valley 30, and Penn shuts out New Prairie 21-0. We'll get back to the high school football scores in a moment. A preview of your college football Saturday tomorrow. It's number four, Michigan and Indiana at noon. That's big noon kickoff. On Fox, the Hoosiers trying to bounce back from back-to-back losses at Cincinnati and at Nebraska. Purdue in action at the same time in Maryland at noon. The Boilers have won back-to-back games against FAU and number 21 Minnesota last week. Ball State and Central Michigan at 3.30. The Cardinals looking for back-to-back wins. And in Las Vegas at the spaceship known as Allegiant Stadium, it's the Shamrock Series for Notre Dame. They take on number 16 BYU at 7.30. The Indianapolis Colts, an improbable 12-9 win last night over the Denver Broncos on Thursday Night Football. The guy that had the big play at the end, Stephon Gilmore.
2: It was tough, you know, but I think I, we got a lot of guys that's, that's great players. A lot of guys hurt, but a lot of guys step up and made plays, and, and that's what we got to do in the National Football League. And I, I, I'm proud of the guys that stepped up and played as well as they
3: did.
1: That's Stephon Gilmore. Back to the high school football scores. Adams Central, they blast Bluffton 56-8. Alexandria by 7 against Frankton 29-22. It was Batesville beating Franklin County 34-16 as Brownstown Central by a 20-piece over Silver Creek 41-21. Carol Flora, no problem with Clinton Prairie 42-6. Carol Fort Wayne shuts out Fort Wayne Concordia 51-zip. Cascade 26, Monrovia 14 tonight. It was Charlestown over Salem 33-6. Columbia City takes down Leo 28-13. A shutout for Columbus East against Jeffersonville 48-42 to nothing. High scoring bec- between Columbus North and Bloomington North 48-42. And Culver beats Pioneer 28 Two eight. The MLB Wildcard series hits the first day of the postseason in the big leagues. Guardians beat the Rays in game one of their series two one. The Phillies score six runs in the ninth inning to beat the Cardinals six three. The Mariners shut out the Blue Jays four nothing, seven and two thirds scoreless innings for Luis Castillo. And right now the Padres up on the Mets seven to one in the sixth inning. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody.
0: Week number eight of the high school football season. Let's talk some ball. Monroe Central, twenty to fifteen, winners over Traders Point Christian. Sam Carnes joins me, Coach. What a great game! Two really, really good football teams. And even though it's disappointing that you don't win this game, you can learn a lot of lessons as you head into the tournament.
4: Yeah, about Yeah, real quick, I do want to shout out uh, congratulations to Coach Fisher. I know the season's not over, but. Had a great year. I know he's been working hard at Whiteland for a long time. Um, we look up to him and his staff to do a great job. Also, my my D line coach from college is uh, the head coach now, first year at Seeger, TJ Reagan. And um, uh, it's not over officially, but congratulations to him on getting a conference championship in the WRC. Uh, he's a great man. I'm, I'm happy for him. But yeah, it was a tough one tonight. Um, we took the lead with a two point conversion with three minutes to go. Uh, gave up uh, gave up a long pass. And with, with uh, two minutes left, we got the ball down five and got inside the 25 and uh, didn't convert on the fourth and long. And congrats, congrats to Coach Hodge for um, a good win. And uh, it was a tough one. But, yeah, you're, you're right. We're definitely going to learn and, and be better for next week.
0: Well, I I like the fact that you play this game at this time. You know what I mean? Because you got a game, you got two more weeks to, you got another week to come back, and you got to, you know, it's it's a great, great teaching moment to go to guys and say, look, if we expect to win in that first round and that second round, expect to win a championship. These are the things we have to clean up.
4: Absolutely, yeah, and and we, uh, you know, I think we let the elements affect us. Someone mentioned that there were a lot of shutouts tonight. I think this was kind of the first. A glimpse of November weather in Indiana on a Friday night, and you saw the mm-hmm. different scoreboards. Um, you know, we've been lighting up the scoreboard on offense all year, and I think uh, I think we did not execute well uh, with the weather, and and we're going to change that and get better uh, because you know our offense has scored a lot of points, and and you know we kind of expect to just be excellent. And I think tonight we just weren't locked in enough, and we're gonna we've got to execute better if we're going to beat good teams like that. And it was great practice for us because. Monroe Central's got a Division One quarterback um, that's going to go play. I believe he's going to go play a receiver at Ball State next year. Uh, so, obviously, he's a great running threat at quarterback. And, and uh, when we played Park Tudor, that was, kind of the, that was kind of the thing that got us was the running quarterback. And so we've got to be ready for that. So it was great practice for us. And the defense played much better this time than they did against Park Tudor. And I'm and really proud of the way our, our D-line and linebackers played in the box.
0: Sam Carnes is the football coach at Traders Point. Christian tonight, they lose to Monroe Central 20-15. to 15. Sam, thanks for the call. Good luck to your guys next week. Thanks, Bob. Good night. Thanks, Bob. Good night. Thanks so much. John Herrick joins me. He has the call of North Montgomery's 54-6 win over Frankfurt. John, with the ISC Network tonight, is that right?
2: Correct, Bob. That is right.
0: You got to uh, see a wide-open North Montgomery team put a lot of points on the board tonight.
2: Yeah, uh, the first quarter was very insane. Uh, there were 10 changes of possessions. Um, the the Frankfurt quarterback, Doug Wood, threw actually two interceptions. But on the first one, he got the team in the red zone, put North Montgomery back on their heels a little bit. Jared Kirsch intercepts him, and then... North Montgomery goes on a six-play, 92-yard scoring drive, takes a touchdown, and then a two-point conversion goes up 8-0. Frankfurt makes another nice move down the field, but then again, their drive stalls. North Montgomery then finds another way to score another touchdown. They go up 16 to nothing after the two-point conversion. And Frankfurt just kept all night long battling, kept coming back, but it was just not enough. North Montgomery's 4-4. Four four. They're playing good football at the right time. It's been a struggle for Frankfurt this year. They dropped to one and seven. They're a very young team. Uh, this was a good Sagamore conference battle uh, for, for the first quarter, but North Montgomery, just the more physical team. And playing at home tonight with senior night on the line, uh, they were riding that wave of emotion, playing with a lot of fury and a lot of passion, and uh, they really turned it into a nice victory.
0: Well, uh, tell me who plays well for, for these two, both these teams.
2: Well, Ross Dyson, the quarterback for North Montgomery, was fantastic. He had a 15-yard touchdown pass. He also had a 9-yard touchdown run. I'd say the big player for North Montgomery, though, um, was Austin Sulk. He had his longest touchdown run of the season of 45 yards. He also had a 67-yard fumble recovery that he returned for a touchdown. That defensive line of North Montgomery just made Doug Wood, the Frankfurt quarterback, run for his life all night. And that was really kind of the exclamation point that put the bow on the end of the first half and put North Montgomery up 46 nothing, which instilled the running clock. And North Montgomery uh, went on to route Frankfurt. And really good to see, though, in the second half, both teams empty out their benches, get to see some freshmen and sophomores get some key playing time.
0: John Herrick from the ISC Network. You'll catch him tomorrow on the IU Sports Network, IU, Michigan. John, thanks so much. Have a great day tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow night.
2: All right. Sounds good, Coach. Thank you.
0: Thank you, John. John Herrick will be with us tomorrow night. We'll talk college football. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan
1: King on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We'll begin with class 4A number 2. Ron Colley, undefeated Ron Colley, no longer. Ron Colley falls tonight to Cincinnati Elder, out of Ohio. It's a great ball game, but a final of 24-23 as Elder takes down the Royals. Ron Colley now seven and one. Other undefeateds though in Class 4A, number three Northwood is eight zero. After shutting out Wawasee in big fashion, 57 to nothing. And then no problem for number one New Palestine, beating Newcastle and beating them up 63 to 12. Just in from class A, number one Indianapolis Lutheran. No problem with Speedway. That's a final 47 to 16. And Speedway was 5 and 2 heading into this game. So Lutheran is 8 and 0 now on the season. Elsewhere across the state, Harrison, West Lafayette. They beat Logansport 28-13. Heritage has the most points of anybody so far tonight. They put up 68 on Southern Wells, winning 68-20. Homestead in a massive scoring game. They outlast Fort wayne Wayne 61-54. to If you took the over in that, you are happy. Crispus Attucks 58, Indianapolis Washington 8. It's Indianapolis Cathedral staying hot. They take down Brebuff Jesuit 42-21. Chatard shuts out Terre Haute North 49 to nothing. It's Sesina 45, Ritter six, and Shortridge shuts out Greenwood Christian 50 to nothing. I'm Brendan King.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Tonight's Player with Heart brought to you by Beck's Hybrids. At Beck's, they are and will remain Farmers at Heart. High school football tonight, this is one of, I think, in my humble estimation, if you're looking at key games around the state tonight, Fort Wayne is the site to be. Number one and 5A Snyder beating number eight Dwinger. The final on this one's twenty eight nothing Snyder. Kurt Tippman from Fort Wayne Snyder joins me. Kurt, thanks so much for the call and congratulations on the big and emotional win for your guys tonight.
5: Thanks, Bob. Uh good to talk to you and this is a special yeah. game every year. Two really, yeah,
0: that's a, really yeah. proud programs
5: and um I mean it's a lot of lot of action in this game every year. So it's something that really enjoy coaching in the game, enjoyed playing in the game years ago and you know it certainly lived up to that tonight
0: i gotta i gotta believe that practice the 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 practice week of the Dwinger game is one where you know you are all zeroed in and the great thing about this game schedule wise is I think it comes at a great time where you're getting ready to you know you you wrap up the regular season you you want to go far in the turn and win a championship but this is a barometer type of ball game and and you learn a lot in this kind of game
5: absolutely and you know the one thing. In this game, you're always going to find is you're going to be challenged physically, unlike any other team we play in the regular season. Um, and anybody that's ever played Bishop Dwinger knows that. I mean, they're going to come right at you, and you better buckle up. Um, and so it's a good barometer for us on you know are we physical enough to be a good team? And um, you know the, the, that's we find out a lot about ourselves. And I think you know the other thing that has transpired here in the last two years is they're now in our sectional. So, you know, for years, you know, we just fight it out towards the end of the season and then Mm -hmm, go about mm -hmm. each of our playoff runs. Well, what's different, you know, for the first time last year, we played each other in the playoffs, which
1: adds a whole nother
5: dimension to it. So, you know, we leave the field tonight, assuming that we're going to, we're going to strap it on again and, and go at each other, you know, sometime during the sectional run. So, uh special game and our kids played very well. They're, they played well and you know, we were fortunate to come out on
0: top. Yeah, defensively, I mean you don't expect to keep them out of the end zone in a game like this.
5: Well, um we had a goal line stand to end the first half. Uh stopped them on the one yard line or two yard line um to close out the first half. So anytime you do that, you know, your defense right. is playing well. And then um, you know, in the second half blocked a field goal for a touch. Um, mm. One of our senior, you know, leaders, team captain, Kedro Billingsley, you know, blocked the punt and or blocked the extra uh, field goal and then ran it in. I don't know, maybe seventy yards for a touchdown, and wow. that turned the tables <laughs> in the game. Right, um, just a spectacular play, and you know, and then we put two on the board, third and fourth quarter. Um, you know, offensively played well, so great
0: shutout by the defense,
5: and um, you know, we're playing well defensively.
0: You certainly are. Big win. For Snyder tonight, they're number one in 5A. Beat a very, very good Dwinger team tonight. The final 28 nothing Dwinger similarly ranked. They're ranked number eight in uh, 5A. Kurt Tippman. Kurt, it's great to talk to you. Thank you. I know you got a million things to do, and I appreciate you taking time to call, and good luck next week.
5: Well, it's good to talk to you too, Bob, and, um, you know, exciting time coming up. So hopefully we'll yeah, talk to abs- each other Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I know you and your guys will be watching or listening to Paul and me on Sunday, and uh, you know we we get pretty excited about it. I got to tell you, and the chance to spend uh, two hours with the legend Paul Condry is worth it. Trust me. So enjoy it, and I hope everything goes well for you.
5: Indiana high school football, you're truly special. So
0: I appreciate it. Thanks. Big game tonight, Fishers and Westfield. This is a really good, solid matchup. Westfield number 13, Fishers number 9 in 6A. Uh, Westfield 28-17 winners in this one. Jake Gilbert joins me. Coach, congratulations. That's an impressive win tonight. The tough performance just showed pretty
6: relentless spirit out there. We were down 10-7 made some adjustments, and I thought our guy just played really hard and made the plays we had to make. We started seven sophomores tonight, which I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um, <laughs> and so for us to to win on the road in this conference against the five and two Fishers team, that was awesome.
0: Were you, are you banged up uh, having to use the sophomores? Is that the, one of the reasons? Uh, yeah, that's part of it, um,
6: and that's a good class for us. And, a little of both.
0: All right, so you talked about making adjustments at the half. Can you tell me what they were? And I'm sure a little bit more execution by your kids in that second half, too.
7: Sure.
6: Well, uh, defensively, we we had to stop Carson Dunn. He's just exceptional. And I I thought Josh Merrick, our defense coordinator, had to get a little bit better on the perimeter run and, so we executed. It was really good. Got a couple takeaways in the second half. It was uh it was nice. And then offensively, we we ran the quarterback a little more and Cole Ballard had over 100 yards rushing for the game and um you know, he he made some explosive plays when we needed them. Got the ball to Max Nazar our tight end a little bit. I I just thought the play calling, we we got the ball to the right guys that needed it and uh, it certainly
0: helped. Certainly did help um so, who do you play next week to wrap up the regular season? Franklin Central. Franklin Central. Well, it's an impressive win tonight. I mean, it really is. And, uh, you know, you heard my conversation, obviously, with, with Coach Tipman, And um, I know you and your guys are going to be anxiously waiting to find out what the draw is coming up on Sunday. It's, a, it's an emotional day for everybody, isn't it?
6: It is. It certainly is. That's the culmination. That's everything you work for. And- you know, the last couple of years have been amazing for us in the tournament. That's when your your team really grows together and when you have the best part of the experience. So you just want to extend the season for everybody, but especially those seniors. And so the the draw is like day one of that. <laughs> you,
0: you find out yeah. who you're
6: going to play and you start thinking about that, all of that.
0: So. All right, tonight, good solid win for Westfield um, over Fishers. 21 17, the final. Jay Gilbert, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week.
6: Thank you, Coach. Appreciate
0: it. Mooresville in overtime over Martinsville, 37 31. Mooresville's Mike Gillen joins me. Mike, thanks for the call. Congratulations on a great win tonight.
7: Thanks, Bob. Uh, you know, we've, we've had a lot of adversity there in the first half. I mean, we had a good year and everything, but we've had a lot of injuries to some really good players. I wasn't real sure when Martinsville was playing so hot, so well. I wasn't real sure if we had enough gas to get her done tonight. Mm-hmm. But, uh, credit to our guys. Uh, we got down 14 to nothing right off the bat. Bounced back and got it within one, uh, by one touchdown at halftime. And uh, hung on. and We kicked a field goal with 40 seconds left to tie the game. And Kenny Curry, <laughs> he hit 10 straight. He hit 10 straight free throws this year, or free throws, wow. field goals. <laughs> I'm talking to you talking field goals. And anyway, he's hit 10 out of 10. He's hit 10 out of 10, and he hadn't missed an extra point either. And so he tied it up and then went overtime, and they actually fumbled. We recovered when they had the ball. and So then on first down, Nick Patterson throws a touchdown to, to win the game. So great win against a really well-coached, solid Martinsville team.
0: What well, kind of shook up the mid state conference, did it not? Well, um, Whiteland owes me all the beers
7: I want to drink because uh, <laughs> that, gives them, that gives them the sole conference
0: championship. Right. So, yeah. Right. I'm going to call Coach Fisher when I hang up with you and tell him he owes me <laughs> big. Uh, Well,. You guys have had a nice run, and, and it's going to continue. I know that. This is a big emotional win. You know, it's a great way, You know, even though you got another week to go, but it's a great way uh, to win a game at this particular time in the year. It's such a big boost for you.
7: Well, it is. You know, the meat grinder we've been through with Decatur and, and Whiteland and uh, Franklin back-to-back, and then now uh, having to play uh, uh, Martinsville, who's on a big roll and playing great back right. football. So uh, yeah, and it, it's a big rivalry. It's the trophy game. We've we've had the trophy for five straight years now, and uh, that's a that's something our seniors can really be proud of and take home to the bank. And so uh, now we got to get
0: ready, get the draw Sunday, and
7: then we got to get ready for Perry Meridian. Coach Cooper's got him playing pretty good
0: football. Right, Mike Gillen, the Hall of Famer from Mooresville over Martinsville, thirty-seven, thirty-one, in overtime. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Good luck next week.
7: Thanks you, buddy. I'll be talking
0: to you again. See you. Uh, I'll look forward to it. Coming up, scoreboard update with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports
1: Talk. I'm Brendan King with this network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of Week 8 and the high school football season, beginning with number 12 in Class 6A. That's Elkhart. They improved to 7-1 and one by shutting out mishawaka marion 35 nothing there are 10 shutouts on the docket so far tonight sticking in class 6a hse stays red hot hse is 8 and 0 after defeating franklin central 38 14 you just heard from jake gilbert from westfield they have franklin central next week westfield gets that all-important 28 17 win over fishers tonight it's Whiteland crushing Plainfield 45-14. Winnemack gets a W over Caston 33-12. Elsewhere, Warren Central by a touchdown over Carmel 20-13. It was Triton Central, a 20-piece against Beach Grove 27-7. A shutout win for Tri-West over Crawfordsville 53-0. Terre Haute South 42, Southport 7 tonight as Southwood blanks Whitco 44-0. South Newton South Newton, 43, South Central Union Mills nothing. South Decatur a big win over Southside Homeskill 48-6 as South Adams defeats Woodland 38-32. Day one of the MLB postseason, the Guardians hold out against the Rays 2-1. Two quality starts in that game, one from Shane Bieber, the other from Shane McClanahan. Good one as Cleveland gets the Rays by a, by a run game two tomorrow. I'm Brendan King.
0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. In case you didn't know it, Brendan King's pretty good at what he does. I mean, he's really, really good at what he does. Keith Kinder's also good at what he does. He's the football coach at uh, Mishawaka, Mishawaka number 4 in 5A. Tonight they beat Concord 15-11. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a great win over a good Concord team tonight.
8: Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a it was a really physical game. Um the defense had to come up with some very critical stops in in the fourth quarter. Uh actually forced a forced a fumble late in the red zone. Um we were able to recover and and you know end the game on offense with with some kneel outs uh after getting a, a big first down, but uh Man Concord's really good on defense and and they gave us some fits.
0: Well, they do, and, and I've said this a couple times already tonight, and I think it's true in your game too, is that, you know, this this ninth week, excuse me, this eighth week, you got this and one more. This is an important game uh, to find out, literally, if you don't already know, but find out more about your team and who you are, especially playing a team like Concord. Yeah, it, it's funny
8: you say that because that's exactly what I, you know, told our kids before kickoff was, you know, it's – you know this is week 8 and i'm not sure yet exactly what we got and and i think what i think we I, I i think we we learned some things tonight um i think we needed to win a game you know we lost last week 14 to 6 to a really good northwood team we had the ball right, right. driving driving with a chance to tie the game in the fourth quarter last week and and didn't make it happen so i think it's really nice that we were able we you know you know this as well as i do in november you're going to have to win some games in the teens, and and so I think I think this was good good for our program. We're gonna have to play them again. They're in our sectional. We may be playing them as soon as three weeks from tonight. So uh, lots to get better at, but happy with a win over a good program.
0: All right, who plays well in the win tonight?
8: You know, man, uh, Chase Gooden, who he's our fullback. Um, he's been battling a shoulder injury for for four weeks now. Um, he he gave it a go. Um, just about every time he gets tackled and lands on his shoulder, he's got to come out for several plays. I I told him he was done uh, midway through the second quarter. I turn around halfway through the third when when we've got the ball in a critical possession and and he just ran himself on there. You know, just refused <laughs> to to get, to give up on his teammates. Right, had a big run that seal big run that sealed the win and goes straight into an arm sling after the game. So just really proud of, really proud of him and and his commitment to his teammates.
0: Keith Kinder, the football coach at Mishawaka. They're fourth in uh, 5A tonight. They beat Concord 15-11. Coach, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you. Tim Abel, the coach at Triton Central, Triton Central number nine, excuse me, number seven and two A. They beat Beach Grove tonight, 27-7. Tim, thanks for the call. Congrats on the win.
7: Thanks so much, Bob. Uh, interesting game. Uh, neither team scored in the first quarter and halftime at 7-7 seven seven, uh, tie and uh, just uh, really wasn't the way we wanted to start the game. Third quarter, same thing, double eggs on the board and we were able to score uh, 20 in the uh, fourth quarter so uh, got it going a little bit late uh, kind of wore them down. down uh, finally made plays at the end that we should have made earlier
0: it's uh, quite an explosion though I mean 20 points after you've had two quarters where you didn't score so you know your, your, your team found a way to win I'm really surprised I, I think you might be surprised at the uh, the onslaught if you will in that fourth quarter
7: yeah, it was, again, it just finally uh, halftime adjustments uh, got everything in the right places, people in the right places, and everybody making the uh, playing their roles for best ability. And uh, it just took us that long to get there, which we've got to we've got to do better early. Uh, obviously, next week we have got a tough speedway team, so it's going to be the same kind of a game. We've got to offensively uh, put points on the board in the first half because seven, seven points is never enough.
0: No, especially tournament time. So, who who stood out in your mind in terms of having great games tonight? Well,
7: it's the uh, same three guys each week. Uh, right, elite, right. The stat stuffers. But, uh, uh, you know, our, our defensive guys made great adjustments throughout the game. Uh, we put them in some bad situations, and and they did an outstanding job. Our uh, D-line hit headed by uh, – Hayden Ball is is a, a big force, and obviously Lucas Kleeman at linebacker did a great job for us. Uh, lost one of our linebackers running backs tonight uh, in the game, so we had to play some younger guys, and they stepped up, really did a good job. Offensively, we obviously were led again by uh, Brad Schultz with 110 yards receiving. He's uh, uh, having a, an outstanding season, and uh, Jay Stuckey threw for 200 on the night, and Ray Crawford ran for 100 yards. So those three guys continue to to uh, lead us in the stats, but more importantly, to lead us in their their play on the field.
0: Triton Central, another big win. they number seven in 2A, 27-7 over Beach Grove. Tim Abel, thanks for the call, Tim. Good luck next week. Thank you, Bob. Greg Gibson joins me from pra- uh, from Perry Central. Perry Central beats Springs Valley 40-30 to tonight. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on an impressive win tonight.
9: Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it was a senior night. So it's always nice to get that one under your belt. And then it also um, locks up at least a share for the PLAC championship. And if we can uh, beat Mitchell next week, we'll have it outright. So it it was a big night.
0: It is a huge night. (laughs) I mean, not the least of which is you're honoring some, some guys who've meant a lot to your program. And it's, it's always an emotional night. Some teams handle it differently than others, but your guys seem pretty focused because, um, this, this is a good matchup between two good teams. The Valley's very good. And so this is a really impressive win.
9: Yeah, it was, it was a back and forth thing in the first half, you know, both, both defenses kind of struggled holding on to the offense. You know, we, we, uh, kind of took turns going back and forth. We were ahead 20-17 at halftime. And then I thought our defense came out in the third quarter, made a couple stops. Our offense was able to hit a couple big plays and kind of put some breathing room there in the second half. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I was proud of our kids. We've had a couple games where we've kind of cruised in the second half, and it was good to have a a nice, tight game heading into the playoffs and heading into uh, Mitchell next
2: week.
0: That's a great point. Uh, you talk about how important this kind of game is going into the tournament. So how do you, how do you feel about your guys going into this last week of the regular season and into the tournament?
9: I, I, I like our guys. They, it's a group of kids that there's not many four-year starters. These kids have waited their time. they've watched kids in front of them and right, that's their turn right. And, I, and they're not taking anything for granted and I, I really respect that. they, they practice hard. Um, it just, it's just—it's a good group of kids, and I, I don't have no worries about what they're focused on week to week.
0: So, what's the plan Sunday? you going to get together and listen and watch the uh, the pairing show with Mr. Condry oh. and me. Is that the plan?
9: That, that's the plan. They're all hyped. We got some pizzas coming in. We got cornholes already set up in the off, off the uh, <laughs> sidelines, and uh, we're going to hit it for a couple hours. And we're going to walk in and you know, set a good our seats and watch you guys pick us up a good tournament.
0: Uh, Oh, if it were that easy. (laughs) Yeah, really. I understand. Greg Gibson from Perry Central. Perry Central, 40, Springs Valley, 30. Coach, thanks so much. I appreciate the call, and uh, good luck next week.
9: We appreciate it. Thanks for all you guys do.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Kurt Darling from the ISC Network. Carol of Flora beating – Uh, clinton prairie 42 6 carroll a very good year great season a very impressive win they're number five in single a with me kurt darling all right kurt tell me about this big win by carroll tonight
3: well coach it was um, actually a pretty competitive game early uh you, you had both teams kind of trading some touchdowns in the early going keegan ellis actually scored on the second play from scrimmage for Carroll to put them up 7-0 early. And then Clinton Prairie was able to battle back with a big run from Jacob Wilson to that went 51 yards to the house, but they missed the extra point. But that would be the extent of the scoring for the Gophers on the night. The uh, Carroll Cougars, they would end up rattling off five more touchdowns to make it a running clock by the fourth quarter. But it was a uh, definitely a clinic in running the football. Carroll actually did not complete a single pass tonight they went 300 yards on the ground Grady Lytle Mm -hmm. getting a big touchdown Ellis following it up with two more touchdowns and then they also had a couple others in the fourth quarter with some other players off of the bench but the big thing now coach is the fact that they get another HHC win and guess who they're going to be playing next week they are going to be playing Sheridan who is also undefeated (laughs) in the HCC so you're going to have a big conference matchup coming up next week
0: Hey, I wish I had more time, but I appreciate the call. Kurt Darling from the ISC Network, Carol 42-6 over Clinton Prairie. Thanks, Kurt. Have a great weekend.
3: Thanks, Coach. You too.
1: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. All number one scores are in tonight, and all number ones roll along this evening. The final two scores are in. Class 5A, number one, Merrillville. They take down Lake Central. That's a final of 24-10. And then number one from Class 3A, West Lafayette. They are 8-0 after hammering Twin Lakes, a final of 51-6. Other number one scores. Number one, Linton Stockton, Class 2A, all over Eastern Green, 62-7. Number one from Class A, that's Indianapolis Lutheran, beating Speedway 47 to 16 class 4a number one new palestine no problem with newcastle 63 to 12 and in what was probably the closest ball game for much of it number one brownsburg in class 6a they've arguably been the best team in the state noblesville gives them a little bit of trouble but the bulldogs hang on and win it 45 to 28 Other scores to discuss tonight. New Haven beats East Noble 37-14. It's Muncie Central by a nickel against Anderson 20-15. Mount Vernon-Fortville, they crush Shelbyville 57-13. mississa shuts out Elwood 62-zip. The Mishawaka Cavemen a four-point victory over Concord 15-11. It's McCutcheon 41, Indianapolis Tech 8, and McConaughey defeats Manchester 26-18. I'm Brendan King.
0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network Driven. The number two, savelives.org is their website. We encourage you to go there. Don't forget to join Paul Condry and me Sunday, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Many of these same stations around the state for the pairing show. Let's spend more time talking about high school football. Evansville Memorial over Vincennes, 28 to 10 tonight, Memorial having another great year. Mike Scavara joins me to talk about this win. Mike, it's a good matchup. Vincent's playing very well. Memorial obviously playing well, but this is a, a great win for John Hurley and his guys.
10: Certainly was, Bob. A 600th win in school history. They've been playing since 1925, and you're right, Levi Salters, Vincent Lincoln's team actually led 10-7 at, at halftime in a, a very uh, very hard-hitting uh very, very athletic ballgame.
0: Well, you expected it. Uh, I mean, here's – you know, John's team is 13th and 4A, play a great schedule. Uh, Alice's are playing tremendous. So, what's the difference in this 28-10 win for Evansville Memorial?
10: Well, Memorial took the second half uh, kickoff and went down and scored and took the lead for the first time, 14-10. to 10. And then we had a wild fourth quarter as uh, – Uh, Xander hunt. Uh, he's all do everything quarterback. He's thrown for over a thousand yards now and rushed for almost 800 from Vincennes, the quarterback. He got down on fourth down, got down to inside the one yard, I think. And, uh, Memorial stopped him. Memorial had to punt the ball away and, uh, a muff punt gave the ball back to Memorial. And then, uh, Matthew Fisher, the sophomore quarterback hit, uh, the quarterback who started the year, Caleb Elsperman, on a 68-yard toss to take the lead. Then they kicked off, and uh, Vincent muffed uh, the kickoff. And Memorial gets the ball again and uh, gets another Fisher quarterback uh, toss to Leo Collins, and that was a difference. So uh, those two takeaways uh, uh, by uh, the Tigers in the fourth quarter was a difference.
0: So tell me what else is going on in Evansville tonight football-wise. Well, I tell you what—we uh, had uh, a, a lot of uh,
10: different games going on. Uh, uh, Jevin Redman is here with us, and uh, Jevin, uh, why don't you fill up the rest of the uh, Southern Indiana Athletic Conference scores uh, for Bob?
6: Yeah. So the big other game, the SIAC, was a final. Jasper beat North twenty to ten tonight, and the other games were blowout. That last check, Wrights leading Bossy forty-one to nothing, so they win pretty easily. Castle thump, Castle thump Central is 40-0 in the fourth quarter, and day beat Harrison. So, really, tonight's game, Morial and Ben Sins was the was the closest game um, outside of Jasper and North.
10: Yeah, and that victory by rights that they're going to have, uh, they uh, uh, seal up uh, the uh, Southern Indian Athletic Conference uh, uh, championship.
0: Fantastic. Mike Scavara, Jevin Redman. Fellas, great to talk to you. It's been a while, but thank you so much for the call. Uh, Evansville Memorial with a a very impressive win over Vincennes, 28-10. Memorial 13th and 4A. Fellas, thanks. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week, Bob. I'll look forward to it. Greg Rakestraw joins me from the ISC Network. He has the Ben Davis 29-28 win over Lawrence Central. What a matchup tonight, Greg. Thanks for the call. And what a game, Bob,
11: because uh, in the years I've been doing this, I'm not sure I've ever seen this. Lawrence Central led twenty-eight nothing after the first play of the second half.
0: Oh my and goodness! Ben Yikes. Davis came
11: back to win the game. <laughs> uh, it was a crazy comeback that was capped off with right? an eighty-five-yard scoring drive in the final two minutes. And Ben Davis, after scoring a touchdown with seven seconds left to go, went for two and converted to win the game and likely win the Mick Championship.
0: Well what a what a fun thing to see. I mean, you, you agonize obviously for for LC, but you also applaud the great effort and resilience of Jason Simmons and his kids from Ben Davis. That, that what a you know as, a, as an announcer, you know you're, I need you to hang on. I think you understand what that sound means. Can you do that? Of course. Greg Rastraw and I will come back and talk about this great win by Ben Davis. 2928 over Lawrence Central. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Reichstrom, you know him as the I uh, ISC network's uh, lead voice on a Friday night. He's also my broadcast partner on IUPUI basketball. He's involved with the Colts radio network and just about every other outlet you can think of the Indiana sports writers and sports casters, Sportscaster of the year a year ago, well-deserved, quite frankly, he could win it every year. He has the honor of doing Ben Davis and Lawrence Central tonight, BD, twenty nine twenty eight over LC. And again, in the third quarter, it was 28 nothing Lawrence Central. So, tell me about the comeback.
11: Well, Bob, I have learned during the course of the break, it is the largest comeback in the history of Ben Davis high school football. And that is a mouthful. That's been well over eight decades uh, at this point. Yeah. But on the opening play of the, fir- of the third quarter, Ben Davis tried to pooch kick, and Mateo Russell grabbed it and ran it back 66 yards for a touchdown to make it 28-0. Ben Davis really was hamstrung offensively in the first half. They went to half number two, about 75 yards of total offense. They got moving mm. immediately. Uh, Zane Skabinsky with a touchdown grab made it 28-7. Ben Davis would then score on not their next drive. Their next drive would end on a turnover on downs inside of the uh, red zone, but they would then score again before the end of the quarter to make it 28-14, to 14. and basically it turned into Lawrence Central would pick up a first down or two, but invariably their drive would stall. Ben Davis got it back to 28-21. They got the football back did Ben Davis with less than two minutes to go, two timeouts to use, and they did so at their own 15-yard line. Ben Davis, their credit, moved the ball as much with the running game on that last drive as they did with the passing game they got the ball down to the 34 yard line with about 24 seconds left to go malik williams made a grab of a great throw from thomas gotkowski to get the ball to the two with 10 seconds left to go to the game first and goal (laughs) two yard line uh lincoln murph was the target scores for the touchdown to make it 28 27 Ben Davis immediately elects to go for two. Gotkowski ran right, handed the ball on an end around to Lincoln Murph coming back the other way, and basically could have walked in for the for the two point conversion. Hmm. On senior Murph, a senior scores the last eight points of the game after throwing two first half interceptions. Thomas Gotkowski throws for four second half touchdowns, and Ben Davis goes to five and three and four and zero. Oh, And with a win next Friday night at North Central, they will be the outright champions of the Mick for the first time in five years.
0: That uh, I obviously don't get a chance to see games, but if I could have seen one, that that would have been the game to see. What what a night. What a half of uh, football you had, Greg. You are the luckiest man I know. You're blessed. (laughs) Greg Regstraw is going to be with us. He's going to be doing the whole show tomorrow night for all the things he's covering tomorrow. He'll be with us. Spend some time with us. Catch uh, Greg tomorrow night on the show. Greg, as always, thanks for what you do. Have a great, great night.
11: You got it, Coach. You too.
0: Coming up, scoreboard update with the man himself, star of our show, Brendan King.